0: Hi, I'm Imran Ahmed, founder and CEO of The Business of Fashion, and welcome to the BOF podcast. Voices is the most stimulating gathering of fashion industry leaders on the planet. What makes Voices different is that we mix our industry with fascinating people from other sectors, from the worlds of economics, activism, health and wellness, medicine, film, philanthropy, technology, media, and so many more. Fashion doesn't live in a bubble, and nor should it. This is one of the sessions from our 2017 gathering. Derek Blasberg has been a SoulCycle rider for years now. So when we managed to convince Melanie Whelan, CEO of SoulCycle, to speak to us at Voices, there was no one better than Derek to come to Voices to speak to her. And we really wanted to explore this idea of building community around experience. So here's Derek Blasberg and Melanie Whelan at Voices 2017. Just a quick note. This conversation was recorded live in front of an audience, so please excuse any audio issues. Um, Hi, everyone. I'm Derek, if anyone didn't know, that's Melanie. (laughs) Um,
1: And we're talking about community here at SoulCycle. Um, My first SoulCycle experience was probably about eight or nine years ago, and I would heard about it before I'd done it. And um, the sense of community, I think, was almost immediate. a lot of my friends and I were joking that it sounded more like a cult than a fitness regime because people were so dedicated. And so, um, you know, it, it was not even an exercise program. They talked about it all day. They talked about it before they went, they talked about it after they went. So, my first question to you is Is community part of the Soul Cycle ethos? Or is that something that you found later after it started to sort of ignite? Um, how important has community been to Soul Cycle's growth?
2: Yeah. So I had a very similar experience to you. Um, I first found SoulCycle in 2008 when we had one studio in New York. And I had heard about it from many, many people, but I have a rule in life, if you hear about something three times from three people you trust, you must go and experience it. And I walked into the the studio, and I don't remember all of the details, but the the three things I really took away, uh, the first was how immersive and how music-driven the experience was. And there's very few times you can think about actually listening to a piece of music and not feeling better afterward. Um, and the second thing that I felt was this palpable energy in the lobby after the class. You we, at the time, had 32 bikes in that studio and 30 people came out from this sort of tribal experience, music driven, and they're sweaty and they're excited and their guard is down. And what that created was this conversation that was happening in the lobby. Um, And the third thing that I I remembered so clearly was the sense of hospitality. You know, our our co-founders, Julie and Elizabeth, really believed that if you got yourself to West 72nd Street in Manhattan, and you found them in the rear lobby of our first studio, they were gonna do everything possible to make sure you had the best experience and that they connected with you personally. So the, the next day after my first class back in my office, I got a messengered bag with a onesie in it because I was six months pregnant with my first child with a handwritten note just thanking me for coming in. And that sense of hospitality and acknowledgement, like someone actually knew who I was and remembered I had come in, was unlike anything I'd ever experienced. And so, you know, in answer to your question, it's community and hospitality and connection has been a part of this since 2006 when the company started. And I think what we've done now with 84 locations and 15 markets, you know, across North America, um, is proven that you actually can scale that. And that what the, what people are really looking for is this. They want to be seen and heard and acknowledged and appreciated, and people are really looking for these immersive experiences, and, and we're just, we're, we're really excited.
1: When the company was founded, was the idea of community, at that point, a strategy? Nowadays, we talk about community in retail um, almost as a intrinsic quality, like when Angela at Apple, turn these Apple retail stores into community hubs. Was that something that came naturally from SoulCycle? Or was it try by, trial by air?
2: No, I think it, like I said, we started in a rear lobby in an old dance studio that was also a funeral home <laughs> um, on the Upper West Side of Manhattan, which is what you do when you're starting. You make compromises and you get things on Craigslist. And um, I, the idea was, if you found us, and you got yourself all the way uptown and all the way down that lobby, we were going to make you feel connected. And so, you know, when we open a new in a new market, we, we really approach it in the same grassroots way now than we did 11 and a half years ago, which is we just, we come in and we make sure that every single person that comes in the door feels like this is their soul cycle. This is their community. Because I think, you know, I, I would like to say it was strategy and I'd like to say it was also a happy accident, but I, I also think that We've really capitalized on this trend of everyone is so connected 24-7, right? We're all making friends on social media, and we're all you know, answering emails and text message all the time. And what we really give people the opportunity to do is to put your phone away for 45 minutes. And if you think about it, how many times during your week do you actually put your phone down and step away from a computer and just go inside your head for 45 minutes when you're not sleeping? Very few times. And so you know what I say on the video is that people come to us for the workout. On, at our surface, it's an indoor cycling 45-minute full Body workout. But what they stay for is the connection and the breakthrough. And the, and the breakthrough could be that you view yourself in a different way. You view yourself as stronger after the class or after a series of classes you take. The breakthrough could be that you've made a new friend because after 45 minutes moving together and then you come out in the lobby, we're gonna have a conversation that you and I maybe wouldn't have if we saw each other on the street. And we have this great story um, that I recently heard in our studios in DC. We had two riders that came to SoulCycle, didn't know each other, rode together um, over six, nine months and they had no idea what each other did in their professional lives and became became friends. And as it turned out, one was an anti-gun lobbyist and one worked for the NRA. And so this conversation happened very organically around who they were as people, not who they were in their careers. And so that kind of conversation and that kind of community is really... Was that Ivanka
1: Trump and Chelsea Clinton? (laughs) Not yet, not
2: yet. Um, Is what's really inspiring.
1: What I think has been so impressive with SoulCycle is that there's now 80 locations, and I've been to probably 79 of them, and there still seems to be a sense of community. How does SoulCycle instill a sense of community when it's gone global?
2: You know, for us, it's all about our people. We were talking about this a little bit last night at dinner. Our product is experience, and our experience is created by people. And so we look for people um, when we hire, whether for the podium or for the front desk um, or in our HQ office, that want to be the best part of people's days. We look for attitude and aptitude over experience, and we invest a lot in training and development to make sure that we give them the tools to be successful, whether in the room, like I said, on the podium, or or running a, a check-in or a marketing in a local community. And so I think what that does does is just create um, the sense of ownership that comes from the people that we bring in? They've got great attitude. They're really excited about making these connections, and and what we do is train them on how to do that on a on a regular basis.
1: Talk to me a bit about the idea of instructors' followings. I know that um, part of SoulCycle's ex- success has been that you've been able to cull the, bex- the best talent. Um, I know Akin, who's here, speaking later today. Um, does a lot of New York. There's Lori in New York. There's Stacy in New York. How do you find that talent and how do you convince them to stay so loyal to SoulCycle?
2: Yeah, so um, as I said, our product is really people and experience, so we spend a lot of time on this part of, of the business. Um, you know, we have 310 instructors now across the country, which is, uh, you know, it, unbelievable to think about for us. And what we do is we um, we have a team of about 20 people, and they spend their time scouting and auditioning around the country. We call it American Idol on a bike. Um, we take them from city to city, and we host auditions, bring people in. We Typically, see about 200 people per audition and accept about two per market that we're in. Because so what we 1%. have done. Some, something like that. I think that's the math. Um, what wow. we've done from the beginning, you know, the fitness industry has typically been very fragmented in how they approach talent. And, you know, we, uh, an instructor would have to teach boot camp in one place and spinning in one place. And they were more worried about their schedule and where their next paycheck was coming from versus building a community. And so what we've done is we've created a space for our instructors to really focus on building community at Soul Cycle. So we give them full time schedules and benefits um, and vacation and four. 1K and things that really didn't exist in the fitness industry 11 years ago. Um, and I think most importantly is we give and we offer a career trajectory. So many of our instructors are narrow scouts, um, they're training officers, and they're spending their time investing in the next generation forward. And I think part of the, the development and the investment that we make is how we're able to retain great people.
1: Um, there's been a lot of uh, attempts to duplicate SoulCycle success. Oftentimes, I think, especially people in the VC space, hear, "Oh, this will be the next Soul Cycle. This will be the next Soul Cycle." How does your company focus on reinvention and staying the stay the original and the next Soul Cycle? Yeah.
2: So the fun thing about a paper class model, you know, every time a rider walks in, they've made a conscious choice to be there, and so we are really only as good as our last ride. And that kind of ethos and that kind of drive has been what's kept us going for the last 11 years and making sure that our hospitality game is on point, the experience is on point. And and the beautiful thing about Seoul, if you think about it, is that every experience is entirely unique. Right? If an instructor is leading 12 classes a week, it's a different playlist, it's a different time of day, a different inspirational message, a different vibe in the room depending on who's there. And that's really what keeps people coming back is sort of the what's next, what challenge are we going to do, what's the next musical experience going to be. And that repetitiveness and uh, in the consumer is really driven by the fact that the experience is continually evolving. You know, That said, we think we've got a lot of Greenfield opportunity left. You know, We, we just opened in Toronto, we just opened in Vancouver, and uh, we are going to be moving offshore next year, which is really exciting for us. And in markets like New York, where we've been operating for the past 11 years, uh, we're looking at new products, like our Soul Annex that we just opened about a month ago, which is all off-the-bike programming, recognizing that people want to spend more time with Soul Cycle and want to do that with us off of a bike.
1: What will that programming sort of look like? They'll be fitness-inspired, or that will be um, more social?
2: So right now, it's fitness-inspired. Um, we've got three modalities that we're focusing on. One is dance, uh, one is boot camp, and one is what we're calling active recovery or mobility therapy, the idea being that we all spend all of our time doing this. And maybe if we did this for 45 minutes a couple of days a week, we might be happier people. And it's been really interesting to see that that's probably our most popular modality so far. Um, but the idea is that the Annex is going to create, I think, a community in and of itself. Uh, but right now, all of the programming is led by our Soul Cycle instructors, and it's our riders who've been asking us for this for years, for a a way for them to spend more time with us, but off of a bike.
1: Um, What I think is sort of interesting in the business ethos of SoulCycle is that it was one of the first, for me, fitness fitness programs that combined exercise with sort of, for the lack of a better expression, mental health, is that it was putting the soul in SoulCycle. Um, For other entrepreneurs out there, What's the sort of advice you give to someone who are looking to combine fitness and and mental exercise or ignite a sense of community in their business?
2: So I, I think just being really clear on your value set and what you stand for is advice I give if all the time. You know, one of the things we did really early on is got really clear on who we wanted to be when we grew up and how we were going to carry ourselves. So in, in our heart, you know, we believe that we're a culture of yes and we're a hospitality company first, and we want to make sure that we are the best part of our riders' days because our ultimate competition is people's time. We're asking you to commit to 45 minutes in the room, and we're asking you to make the time to actually get there to the studio for the 45 minutes. And so this idea and notion of being the best part of somebody's day and finding that yes, no matter what it takes. If you can't get into class, I'm gonna get you into the next one. If you don't wanna ride in that class, I'll get you in early next week. And in really empowering our teams locally to make those calls in the moment, that's what we stand for. And so as you think about inspiring community in your business, no matter the model, I just think you have to be really clear on what it is you wanna create for the consumer and think first about them and then about you and how you're gonna deliver it.
1: What's the craziest thing have ever heard someone has done to get into a class?
2: Oh, um, I get a lot of text messages late at night. So Any
1: like barters, like I'll give you?
2: Oh, yeah, but I wouldn't want to disclose anything.
1: <laughs> 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 um, because there, there is a, even in my own experience, um, getting into a, an instructor's class who's popular or um, there is a real sense of aggression that you get. You get the most calm Tribeca moms who are at fist to cuffs to get into that yes. eight thirty on Tuesdays and Thursdays.
2: I did have someone flash me a wheel tattoo on her calf once and As say sure like, surely, uh, yeah, like this, this must be good get for me something. In this class. Yes. <laughs>
1: oh. All right. That's a tip. I'll take it. <laughs> um, you've already had eighty stores, it seems like we're continuing to in, we are continuing to expand. What's next on the horizon for Soul Cycle?
2: So we're really excited about the Annex. As I said, we've been open a month, and we think we've got a lot of runway with that. Um, We are opening in London uh, in early 19, which is really exciting for us, because this will be our first, as I said, foray off of the the shores of North America. Um, And we're working on some really exciting new digital products um, to extend the brand. So a lot more to come, as well as just a lot more, honestly, greenfield growth uh, for our core business in the US.
1: Right. That's very exciting that all the local Londoners can sweat it out too. Um, That's all the time we
0: have. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Business of Fashion podcast. If you like what you hear, please give us a rating and subscribe today. Don't forget to visit businessoffashion.com to learn more about BOF and everything that we do.